It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The final word. Good evening. I'm Albie Oxenreiter. Welcome to The Final Word, the show that invites you into the conversation. You can get your opinion on TV right here every Sunday night. Let's get started by introducing you to tonight's three panelists. From our partner, DKPittsburghSports.com. It's Dan Kovacevic. Albie, I'm here to completely recreate the Nikita Kucherov press conference. Ripping the shirt off, dropping oh, all no. kinds of... No? Spare us. No? Okay. All right. From the trip, also Steelers radio host Tim Benz. Well, thankfully, Dan's keeping his shirt on. And what you can't see right now is my left foot is raised about this much. So every time it goes up, I'm going to talk about the Steelers. Every time it goes down, I'm going to talk about the Pirates or something else. It's a tell. It's a tell, uh-huh. I tell you. And from DKPittsburghSports.com as well, Dale Wally's back. Hi, Dale. Hey, how you doing, Albie? Uh, we're going to talk so much baseball tonight, we might have to adhere to the unwritten rules of the game. Mm. <laughs> Some of the topics we'll be talking about tonight, five words. And if you're looking forward to the All-Star game, what do you want to see out of the Pirates in the second half of the season? How's Derek Shelton doing at his job and the pros and cons of training camp at Heinz Field? First, though, the big topic tonight, the Pirates first round draft pick. It's catcher Henry Davis. Maybe a bit of a surprise. And what do you think about the pick? Did they make the right choice? Day and we're starting with you. Well, there aren't really surprises in the baseball draft unless you go really off the reservation here, especially after a pandemic year where none of these kids could even play. Uh, scouts will tell you that they've never felt less certain going into any draft class. Uh, Henry Davis was seen as a three on some boards. He was seen as a four on others. The one thing that scouts agree on almost universally is that this was the best bat in the NCAA in addition to having uh, what the scouts term a 70 grade arm and that's pretty much like Johnny Bench. That's not to say his defensive skills are completely there yet. Uh, but I like it from the standpoint of the fact that it's it's reliability. You don't have to worry about one day he's just going to be holding, clutching his elbow, and the pick will be completely worthless. Right. Tim? Well, I like it better than going with either of the high school shortstops that were being discussed, Jordan Lawler or Marcelo Meyer. I would have preferred it would have been Jack Leiter. I'm not worried about his size. Leave it to me to be on the side of the shorter guy. Uh, but I was fine with Jack Leiter's stature. I'm also certainly fine with his stats and his pitching resume. I wanted it to be him. You know, the Rangers had their version of Neil Walker 24 minutes away from their stadium. They decided to pass on that guy and take Leiter. And I know he didn't go as high as some people thought, but I would have preferred Leiter. But, you know, they've got a ton, it feels like to me, of prospects and candidates to play the middle infield in the system. Uh, catcher seems to be a more clear path. He's a little closer to the majors than some of those high school mm-hmm. prospects at shortstop. So uh, if it's not lighter uh, or a rocker, I'd rather have it be this guy. All right, Dale. 
You know, I, I think that the thing with the catcher position is it's going to be a little de-emphasized, especially defensively, when the league goes to automated umpires, which is going to happen here soon. Uh, they're testing this out in the minors now. Uh, all the pitch framing and everything that these guys do <laughs> won't matter. Uh, so does the guy have a good arm? Does he have a good bat? That's all that's going to matter for your catcher. This guy does. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's, that's what he doesn't mm -hmm. do better than the other two. Like, he's got the good bat. He's got the good arm. The framing and the defense stuff is his strongest point. And, anyway. Dale, to, to your point about baseball possibly changing rules and the way they do things, one of the things you're going to see, I think, coming back into baseball is more contact and more base-to-base, -base, more steals, in which case that 70-grade arm will come in handy. All right, a reminder, keep those comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word. Now it's time for five words. Give us five words on your interest in the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. From Twitter, Frazier and Reynolds. That's it. <laughs> also from Twitter, slightly less than zero. And from Facebook, bring back players regular uniforms day in your turn not even Frazier and Reynolds uh, you know what this isn't unique to baseball for me uh, I don't see all-star games offering much of anything anymore in the way of entertainment level um, maybe when the players are introduced and they go out and you see the guy from your favorite team you know go out to the first baseline or hockey when they go out to the blue line or Whatever they do in the Pro Bowl that, you know, almost nobody watches either. Uh, even the NFL can't get an all-star game right of, of all entities. Uh, it, they've lost me almost completely, Albie. All right, Tim, five words. Same church, different pew from down, I guess, and I'll say still better than the rest. I don't like any of the other all-star games. I prefer the baseball all-star game to the other options. What's most intriguing this year to me about this game, though, is to see if to that one tweet that we saw earlier to that point. Reynolds and Frazier coming out, getting introduced in Pirates uniforms, and Frazier in particular, does he get in at bat or two as the starter at second base of the National League, and then is he allowed to re-enter when he's traded in the middle of the game on the American League side as, the, as a Chicago White Sox member? Because I expect that to happen. I think they have a moratorium on trades during the game. I could be wrong on that. Maybe he'll just at least words. fly back to Chicago when he's done that. I don't know. Your point stands. <laughs> Look, my, my five words are no salary cap, no interest, for the reason that Tim just mentioned. Uh, everybody's, oh, the Pirates have two All-Stars this year. Well, one of them at least is not going to finish this season in a Pirates uniform. He's going to be wearing the uniform of another team. Until the uh, Major League Baseball gets a salary cap, I'm sorry. Yes. It just, it's just going nowhere. Yes. All right. The All-Star game is 730 Tuesday night. We're sticking with baseball talk. What do you want to see most out of the Pirates after the All-Star break? From Facebook, get the most value you can for guys like Frazier, Rich Rod, and perhaps Anderson. The panel will debate this topic when the final word continues. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. 
From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the final word. Welcome back. I'm Albie Oxenrider with Dan Kovacevic, Tim Benz, Dale Lolly. We're staying with baseball. The Pirates last in the NL Central with the All-Star break. So what do you want to see most from the Pirates in the second half of the season, Dale? Continue to lose and get next year's first-round pick. I, I don't know. I mean, what the expectations were not great going into this year. Uh, you'd like to see them continue to, to bring up some younger players and, and see them progress and do well. It's nice to see Brian Reynolds have a bounce-back year uh, like he has after a dismal uh, 2020 season so that's a, that's a positive coming out of this and uh, you know they, they got to get something back and they got to continue to build uh, th- that minor league system uh, to the point where they can perhaps contend three years down the line I don't know I mean that that's what you're looking at here all right from Twitter more of these young guys on the field Castro and Big John have been fun to watch lately alongside Reynolds and Frazier. Uh, Dan, what are you looking for in the second half? Oh, Big John's been fun to watch. He's not a young guy. <laughs> Rodolfo Castro is a young guy, and he was a blast to watch today uh, in New York with the two home runs, uh, with the leaping stab that he made at third base. Um, he's a child. He just came up from Altoona. He didn't even stop at Indianapolis along the way. These are the kinds of stories to what Dale was suggesting that you want to see happen in the second half. Maybe see Kevin Newman come up with more solid contact the way he did to open up that big rally today. Um, You want to see players keep getting better. That's the terminology that Derek Shelton and Ben Charrington keep utilizing. Just keep getting better individually. Look, you're right, Frazier's probably going to be gone. Richard Rodriguez, Tyler Anderson. The record's probably going to get even worse. Let's see individuals get better, individuals who are part of the future. Tim, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'd like to say Mitch Keller coming back up and being good, but I'm not going to hold my breath. He's been good, though. He's been better down there, mm-hmm. but coming back to the big leagues is a different kettle of yes, fish. Yes, want to throw strikes. So uh, I, mm-hmm. I want to see that happen, but I'm not anticipating it. I, I guess I'll bridge, Albie, back to that last tweet that we saw before the commercial break. If I'm remembering right, the person who sent it said, uh, what can you get in return for the likes of Rich Rod and Frazier and Reynolds? I, I want to stop seeing Reynolds' name thrown into the connection of the trade deadline with these other guys. I mean, at some point, you got to keep somebody. And, I mean, even the case of Frazier, he's a 300-hitting guy that was a finalist for a gold glove. He's got one more year of arbitration. He's making $4 million. I mean, real teams don't trade guys like this. But I get why the Pirates are doing it. Reynolds isn't in that same story. I mean, like, you know, Andrew McCutcheon was up and playing great for, what, two, three years before the Pirates made the playoffs? I mean, Brian Reynolds, I'm not going to say you rebuild around Brian Reynolds, but he can be part of it. And, uh, look, I I get the return that you could get right now for him, but I see greater value in holding on to him. All right. We all knew the Pirates would be struggling this season. So, with that in mind, how is Derek Shelton doing as a manager? Back to you, Tim. I think he's doing okay. I mean, I think the touch and feel for when to take pitchers out is a big deal. I think he's good as a public face. I think he's good as injecting Uh, optimism and enthusiasm into the team. They still seem to try hard. Today's comeback being a prime example of that. Uh, I like his personality. Uh, I think 
He's having an easy time to find his way through the baseball machinations of being a manager on a team that really nobody pays attention to outside of Pittsburgh. And even in Pittsburgh, when he screws up, it's quickly forgotten. All right, back to Twitter. Pretty good for the roster he's got. Got to wait at least two years to see his real results. Uh, Dale, what do you think of the job Shelton's doing? I mean, you almost have to give him an incomplete because, you know, they're doing exactly what was expected. Um, you know, you're kind of being served up as a, as a sacrificial lamb here because, again, there's no salary cap in Major League Baseball. Uh, without that, you know, you're not going to compete year in and year out as a team like the Pirates. With a, you know, when they took over a program here that was completely barren of talent. So, you know, I don't know that, you know, I'd like to see what he does when he has some talent, um, you know, pushing the right buttons with different things in, in baseball only matters if you have the, the, the Jimmies and Joes, uh, because it's the Jimmies and Joes, not the X's and O's in baseball. All right, just to be clear before we go today, and there will not be a final word salary cap, uh, <laughs> at least I don't think the union will go for that. Dan, uh, what do you think of Derek Shelton and the job he's doing? You know, I agree with Tim about uh, Shelton's pitching maneuvers. Uh, they need work. He needs to develop more of a rhythm, in some cases more of a trust in certain guys, and in some cases less trust yep. in yep. other pitchers. That said, he told me himself, Derek Shelton did when he took the job, that his own top priority as manager, not just of the big league team, but of the entire organization, was to improve fundamentals. Now, as soon as I say fundamentals and Pirates, you're picturing Will Craig running to home plate, right? <laughs> well, guess what? This is going to surprise some people. The Pirates rank seventh in Major League Baseball out of 30 teams in fielding percentage. They've actually been pretty good out there in the area of fundamentals. That is a credit to this manager and his coaching staff. All right, we'll head over to the Steelers for the final topic of the night. Training camp at Heinz Field, but many practices open to fans. So what are the pros and cons of camp at Heinz Field? We'll go back to Dan. You know, I, I was actually at, at minicamp. I was sitting uh, down by field level covering it with, uh, with a, a reporter from WDVE, and he said, you know, people could, should never complain about this. This stadium is actually great for football. And you know what? He was totally right. You're down there. Uh, it's a different vibe. Not everybody can get a ticket or can afford to get a ticket to see a regular NFL game. The Steelers are opening 12 12 of these practices to the public, pretty much unlimited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun down there. No, it's not Latrobe, but hey, you know, that ship sailed. All right. And from Joey Bag of Donuts, uh, pro players prefer it. Con robs fans of a great experience. Tim, what do you think of the fact that they're holding camp at Heinz Field? Well, the last part, I know how great of an experience it is in Latrobe versus what they're going to be able to do in and around the stadium in the north side. We'll see this year now that it's open to fans. Uh, maybe it's six and one half dozen of the other, just depending on where you're driving from. If you're driving from, you know, the near North Hills, you're going to get a better experience and an easier way of getting there <laughs> than going all the way down Route 30 and, you know, heading out through the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. So, you know, but I do feel bad for that portion of the Steelers fan base out in Westmoreland County. I feel like they're getting robbed of something and uh, I know why they are as upset as they are. Uh, one thing I do think needs to be dismissed is the notion of, oh my gosh, this isn't going to be the same kind of Steelers because they're not going to get the training camp experience of being lodged together in Latrobe. Well, remember, they didn't have that last year and they started 11-0. Mm -hmm. All right, Dale. I think what, the, what you're going to lose here with this, even though they have practices open to fans, is that interaction on the hillside, walking up as the, as the players walk back mm -hmm. up the hillside. 
you lose that. You can't do that in stadium. You can't do that in COVID type situations, uh, obviously. So that's out the window. So they're doing the next best thing here. You're giving fans, uh, you know, some some practices. We didn't have any last year that were open to the, to fans. So it's something. It's not perfect, uh, but you know, I think. For the fans, they'll enjoy being able to sit in the stadium. As Dayon mentioned, a lot of them may not be able to go to games. Uh, you know, maybe you don't take your your seven-year-old son or daughter to to a you know to a football game, but you take them out to that practice and give them an opportunity to get into Heinz Field and check it out. There's I imagine a lot of cool also it'll there. be it'll be harder for the fake Palomalu guy to sneak out on the field at Heinz Field <laughs> as opposed to the rope line at Latrobe. Just Dale, guess. Dale's just going to miss Sharky's out in Latrobe. Come clean here. Yeah, Dale. I mean, don't that's, leave, you know, don't that's leave just us, uh, Nobody thinks right. about the media here. That's right. You know, what we're giving that's up. Right. <laughs> All right, when we come back around the horn on any topic, the final word is next. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The final word. Welcome back and it's time for the final word. Everybody gets a chance and Mr. Dale Lawley, you're first tonight. You know, father time in sport in the sporting world is definitely undefeated. And I bring this up because once again, Mike Tannenbaum uh, brought up the, the fact that he thinks that Ben Roethlisberger is done. Uh, thinks he's the fourth best quarterback in the AFC North. He said the same thing last year, if you remember. If you keep saying things like that long enough, <laughs> sooner or later you're going to be right. Uh, so you see this a lot, and Steeler fans fall for it every time. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's Adam Shine or Colin Coward or whoever. Uh, they'll talk poorly about their team, and oh my goodness, did you see what that guy said? Who cares? It's that guy's opinion. Who cares? And the only reason he says it is because Steeler Nation gets fired up about it. All right, Tim, final word. Uh, final thought on the NHL season, the Tampa Bay Lightning winning a second consecutive Stanley Cup. There was some scuttlebutt on Twitter that their cups deserve an asterisk because, well, they both came under COVID circumstances, and to that I say baloney, especially if you are a Penguin fan suggesting that opinion because I think when I was at 105.9 The X, I took phone calls from a lot of you in advance of the Eastern Conference Finals in 2013 saying, you don't need an asterisk on the season. Everybody's playing the same amount of games. They're all playing under the same rules. Well, it's the same situation here with the Lightning, and I do think both of the seasons were representative enough of them being able to earn a cup without putting a yeah, but at the end of either season. Day and final word. Now, Tim, I'd like to come up with a coherent response to your thing about the Lightning there, particularly since I agree about the asterisk. I think it's to the credit of the Lightning that they have achieved what they have. I'm going to say in a non-Kucherov drunken rant, though, <laughs> this team, this Tampa Bay team, 
isn't going anywhere. And if you're going to get into all kinds of uh, fun predictions and this and that and what the Penguins need and what they're missing and everything else here, you got to make sure you think about everything related to Tampa Bay because they are now to the Penguins what the New England Patriots were to the Steelers. Got to get past them. Yeah, except, uh, except they beat Tampa once in the postseason when it mattered. Thanks, guys. Within seconds of the Pirates selecting catcher Henry Davis, I received a handful of texts wondering loudly if they made the right pick. Dale and I talked about this before the show, talked about it with Dan and Tim since then. I believe they did make the right call. Leiter's a star in the making with a nasty fastball. He's projected to be a major league uh, starter in a rotation by age 23. But the Pirates drafted for a position they need. I know they have some catchers in the system, but they're planning for the future with a guy who has a big bat and big power. Yes, and he's an everyday player. That's the final word for tonight. I'm Albie for Day and Tim and Dale. See you next time.